Welcome on back to the 4th and 30 podcast, you turkeys. Happy Thanksgiving week. You know, enjoy your family this week. But, you know, while you're sitting around the table, you know, you're talking to your grandma, bring up sports. It's a conversation that everybody can have, you know, just like, hey, who are you rooting for this year? What's the defense looking like? Things like that, you know. You can sit down and nuzzle up and have a post, post-turkey post hangover to the uh, lions and bears and sleep right through it because you don't need to watch a second. So enjoy your Thanksgiving. You know, we appreciate all the support. You know, we're thankful for you guys. Shameless jab there. But we're going to stick with the good, bad, and future this week. Um, and uh, we're going to do a good. And so my good, just so nobody takes it, so I don't have to do a second one is uh, the Colts. Colts are rolling at the moment. And uh, yeah, they had some flub-ups early in the season, but Jonathan Taylor is a man on a mission right now. Um, the total list of guys that have had 200-plus scrimmage yards and five TDs, Jonathan Taylor, Jamal Charles, Clay, uh, Clinton Portis, Sean Alexander, and Jerry Rice. So that's a pretty good little group to be in. Portis kind of on the outside of that, but pretty good group. And I think he's... Like, you know, get Derrick Henry back next year. Jonathan Taylor's got a real shot to give Derrick Henry a run with Henry getting older. You know, he might be getting some injury proneness in there. Colts are, Colts are looking primed, ready to go. So, you know, they're going to be dangerous moving down the road. Yeah, you're exactly right. Jonathan Taylor is falling out right now. Um, Colts look good. I am going slightly going back on how harsh I've been on Carson Wentz in the past. He looks good. Looks really good, in my opinion. He makes things happen with his legs, um, which it seems like every quarterback can do nowadays other than Big Ben. Um, and Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady still moves outside the pocket. Uh, he's that, pretty much a setting duck back there, but he gets la- away. That last he knows drive, how to get away with it. That last drive the Steelers had was – it was the offensive line's fault, but – Big Ben just stood there and got creamed <laughs> three times in a row. He back did. To back. And, he then did. That, and then he threw that ball into the ground on the screen. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, Colts look good. Yeah, good. Um, it's really funny because Carl started out by talking about Jonathan Taylor and how good the Colts were looking. And then Cody said, yeah, Carson Wentz looks good. And I was going to say the reason why the Colts look good is because Carson Wentz doesn't have to do anything right now. Uh, he, that's he part of the, the <laughs> part yeah. of how Carson Wentz looks okay. Yeah, he isn't messing up for them. I will say that. That's what uh, I was going to bring to the table. Um, Carson Wentz has not been asked to do a lot. He's not losing games like Rivers did a couple times for him last year. Right now, um, I, I mean that's all they have to do. They, their defense is solid. Their O line is great. Jonathan Taylor's great. Uh, Carson Wentz don't get in the way and they'll win some games. They're they're looking good right now though. The way the AFC is going, who knows where they'll end up? Yeah, John T- Jonathan Taylor's like a fine wine. He gets better with age. Like, and what I mean is, as the season goes on, that dude gets stronger. And uh, you know, he's that offensive line's good. That kind of style of football starts to win out later in the season. And you're seeing it with the Colts. We thought they dug themselves too big of a hole, but they're six and five. They're back in it. And, uh, you know, Wentz, yeah, you got to like the way he's playing. He's all, all he has to do is not turn the ball over. Don't force it and use your legs. And he's doing that and ride Jonathan Taylor, 32 carries on Sunday, um, five touchdowns, one receipt four rushing, one receiving. So they have a good recipe for success. 
um, you know, you still wonder about them at going up against a team that, you know, is at the top of their game and being able to score with them. Putting them in passing situations is how you beat them, and that can happen, but they're right in the thick of it. Yeah, yeah. it might be just because it's salute to service month, so Carson Wentz gets to wear that camo sleeve, you know, makes them feel more at home, duck hunting in North Dakota. Looks like, a, like just it looks like a tattoo sleeve. That's what I thought last it does the other night when I saw it. I thought he had a tattoo sleeve on. <laughs> I, You know, Kyler kind of touched on this, a team that's not playing their best. I would say this could be someone's bad, so I might be taking it. But the Bills, I think that the recipe is out there. Get physical with the Bills, and they shy away. The Chiefs did it last year in the regular season game. Teams have success when they just try and run the ball down the Bills' throat. They struggle to stop anyone. Right now, their offense, they refuse to run the football themselves. They're one-dimensional. So, twofold in that game. The Colts look great, and the Bills... It, I, I'm not saying people can just go out there and do it, but the recipe is out there. The Bills refuse to run the football, and they are not good at stopping people from running the football when they want to do it. Kyler, you got a good? Yeah, my good is the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles beat the Saints pretty handily. I mean, the Saints scored 22 points in the fourth quarter when they were down by a lot. The Eagles are sneaky good on offense. They're, they're, I said this a few weeks ago. They had a big game against the Chargers at home. They ended up losing by three points, but they hung with the Chargers. And since then, they've won two games handily. I think the Eagles are going to make the playoffs. The seven seeds up for grabs. I mean, you got the Vikings, but... The Eagles are getting better week in, week out. And Jalen Hurts is getting better week in, week out. The Eagles, now, will they compete in the playoffs? I don't think so. I think they're a year away. But I like what I've seen from the Eagles. They're, they're improving. Jalen Hurts has proven that he's an NFL quarterback. And if you have him in fantasy, you're probably pretty happy because, what, he runs for 90, 100 yards a game rushing? Yeah, the Eagles are in a dangerous spot for the rest of the NFL because they're looking good right now, and they have three first-round picks in the next draft. Like, yep. you know, that's a team that is right there on the cusp of like we might be running this ball down your throat. Nick Sirianni's finally figured out how to coach that damn team. You know, that is they're run-oriented. Did you guys see the numbers between Hertz and Lamar over their first like? however many games. It was Very almost exactly the same. You know? Almost identical numbers. And everybody was just drinking from the garden hose for Lamar. And, you know, Hurst is getting some love, but he's not getting near that amount of love. Like, no, but he's no. doing it. Yeah. And on top of what Kyler said, I agree completely. The Eagles look good. Has anyone looked at their schedule? They have the Giants, the Jets, the football team, the Giants, the football team, and the Cowboys. Good. Is this the start of the Cowboys choking away the division? <laughs> because the Cowboys have lost two out of three. They didn't look good against the Chiefs. Come to week they, eight. They looked okay the on defense. Eagles and Cowboys are playing for the play, for the division. That would but be wild. Are the Cowboys going to do it again? Yeah, they're only two games up right now. Well, two and, and they still half, play each other once. Two and a half, yeah, and they play twice. It's not out of question. Week they 17 last once. year, the Eagles game had uh, playoff implications. They wouldn't beat the Giants, so Washington. <laughs> um, yeah, the Eagles do look good. Uh, Jalen Hurts. That's the thing is, like, I had no idea. that The Eagles are just one of those teams I don't watch unless they're on red zone. Um, I had no idea. That, 
idea that Jalen Hurts was doing that well, like compared to somebody like Lamar Jackson, who I think Lamar Jackson is an, is an absolute stud and has been since the day he came in the league. And you just, you just don't hear anything about how – I mean, you hear that, you know, Eagles are winning games, Jalen Hurts getting better, but I had no idea his stats were on that level of Lamar Jackson. And on top of that, he has weapons now too. Um, the, the he has end. young weapons Goddard. who are figuring it yeah. out. Yeah. Devontae Smith is going to only Smith get better. And, and the tight end, I can't think of his name. Goddard. Slipped my Go yeah. Dare. yeah. Go there. He's a beast. They're, they're going to be tough. Rieger's not bad either, the receiver. Rager or Rieger. Yeah, I would but they're love, all young. I would love to see the Eagles rattle off. What is that? There's five games at 11. Five, five until they play the Cowboys. Rattle off four out of five, five out of five, and then play the Cowboys for the playoffs. I, I kind of hope the Cowboys win the division because I know Mike Bodie's watching. <laughs> I know he's watching. I, I think Just it's, kidding, Mike Bodie. I think it's very optimistic to think that the Eagles can win the division. I think the Cowboys will definitely win the division, but it would be interesting if they were playing for that in Week 18. But I think that the Eagles are making the case that it's not definite, at least. Like, you know, it's I not know. run away. They're like providing a little noise. The Cowboys have a much more difficult schedule. They have Raiders, Saints, football team, Giants, football team, Cardinals, and Eagles. Football team's making some noise, too. Yeah, they're playing so. better. That they are. All right. So, my good, good, I got one. And mine is the Steelers-Chargers game in general. That was an amazing game from start to finish. Um, looked like the Chargers were running away with it. Big Ben turned it on, turned it back about 10 years um, in the fourth quarter until that final possession. Uh, he looked really good. Pittsburgh scored 22 to catch back up, I think, in the fourth. They scored 27 in the fourth quarter. 27 in the fourth to catch back up um, and made it a hell of a game. And then they, the nobodies they had in the backfield or in the, um, in the secondary blew the game for them. But it so was, it was I a have great a theory. Game. I have a theory on Tomlin's decision to set. So Minka was going to be out regardless. He had COVID. Cincinnati's finally in the top four. Breaking news. Breaking news. But I have, a, I have a theory. TJ Watt could have played in this game. It's a little banged up. He could have played. Joe Hayden could have played as well. I think Tomlin knows this is a marathon, not a sprint. And I think he knows he needs those guys for the stretch run. And I think that he kept those guys out to get some reserves in there to see who was going to be able to contribute during the stretch run. That's just my personal theory. Yeah, but you lose and to a team that's staring down a wild card. Like there's yeah, there's so much crap. football to be played that left though, and Tomlin understands that. And if you look at the Steelers' trips to the playoffs the last couple years, the last couple times, what happened in the playoffs? They were banged up and gave up forty points to the Jaguars and the Browns. So I, I have that theory. It was a fun game to watch. Um I think you would be a little bit disappointed in the Chargers' defense to let the Steelers back in the game. Um, but the Steelers' defense was, holy cow, that was pathetic. Yeah. Now they were missing some guys. But to give up a 50-yard a touchdown when you're up by three with two minutes left, that's awful defense because you're not playing to, 
you're not being aggressive. You're playing zone soft coverage. And yeah, you, you yeah. Both yeah. the middle linebacker and the safe the corner on that side went for an interception on an underneath route. Yep. Young players. That's that's what happened. So a few things from that game. One, the Steelers were beat up. Obviously, that's why their defense uh, struggled. Surprising to see the offense score 28 points or whatever it was in the fourth quarter. But the Chargers defense is the reason why I have no faith in the Chargers. That being said, that's the kind of game in the past you expect the Chargers to just lose. Like, you expect the Chargers to lose that game. And somehow they still won it. But their defense is terrible. It is it is bad. And, and we were saying this about the Chiefs early on, and now it's almost... The Chargers almost the exact same team that we thought the Chiefs were the first five weeks. Their offense can move the ball at will, and their defense looks like really bad, real bad. Yeah, you know, it. it's a hell of a game. You always like to see that there towards the end. Uh, but, you know, your theory, so Tomlin probably does understand that to a certain point, but also... That's you a gotta, tragedy. You got to weigh those tiebreakers, and especially with the way the AFC is going this year. And I know they have that tie, so that's kind of like a tiebreaker if you don't lose a whole bunch. But man, that's a that's rough because you know you've got they're sitting at eight right now at five, four, and one. You know, Chargers at six and four, Bengals at six and four. So I know you can rectify that this week by beating the Bengals, but like, man, that's that's that just seems like an odd decision in the second half of the season. I do think it makes sense in the fact that you're going all in for this division. They have a run of division games after the Chargers game. I do think it makes more sense to do that than if they were playing a division game this week. Yeah. All right, Kelsey, what's your good? So I guess we're going with my good uh, last one. I'm actually going to surprise everyone here because I'm sure everyone thinks I'm going with the Chiefs. The 49ers. The 49ers are quietly back in the playoff race when we all wrote them off two weeks ago. Uh, with they beat the Jaguars, but they beat them convincingly. They've won a couple games in a row. And their schedule isn't exactly easy the rest of the way, but it's also not daunting, I guess, the NFL right now. Nobody nobody would be really be daunting. But they finish with the Rams. Rather than that, they've got the Texans, the Titans, the Falcons, the Bengals, the Seahawks, and the Vikings. All winnable and losable games. Um, but they, they've got themselves back in the conversation, if nothing else. And I think it's a team that everyone thought was going to make the playoffs early and look to the opposite and they're, they're back in the conversation if nothing else right now yeah i think everybody was ready to give up on the kyle shanahan experiment uh but he's you know he i assume he's playing for a job you know he he wants to keep that job as any nfl coach would so unless you're retiring but they are playing well and it you know in the NFC West where you're going to get banged up and bruised and beaten playing all those division games. Sure. But you know, with the Seahawks having a down year that it does help them out. So, you know, the Niners are in a decent spot, especially, you know, you've got the saints above them right now. Trevor Simeon's not necessarily a long-term option. You know, you're rolling the dice every time on Taysom Hill, whether you're going to pay him 90 million or 40 million. So and then you got the Vikings. And like you said, they have a game against the Vikings. The Vikings are that always, it's going to be a one score game. They're either going to lose it or win it. So, you know, they, they have a good, as good a shot they, as anybody. All depends on whether the other team is above 500. They win the games against the below 500 and lose them against the above 500. Unless you're Green Bay. 
Yeah, I think you got to credit Shanahan. I mean, I think we all agree Shanahan's a very good offensive coach. Yeah, they went through th- through some struggles, but I mean, Debo Samuel is he's getting creative. He's getting Debo Samuel the ball in space, and he's getting Brandon Ayuk involved now too as well. So. I think Shanahan deserves a lot of credit for the 49ers turnaround, and they, again, look like a potential playoff team. Their defense showed up. Now they're playing the Jags, so let's not overreact there. But I give but Shanahan a lot of credit. Against the Rams, too. Yep. Yeah, and I think – go ahead. Looking ahead, they got Seahawks, Bengals, Falcons, Titans, Texans, Rams. That's five winnable games in a row. and. So, God, as any might be another one where it comes down to Week 18. They're playing the Rams for, you know, potentially a wild card spot if if Arizona holds on to the to the division lead. I think Debo Samuel had more yards rushing than the entire Jaguars team. I'm pretty sure, which is funny because he's it a is, receiver. It is <laughs> cool to see how they use Debo in so many different ways. You know, in the backfield as a receiver, like. Well, to stay in the NFC West, my bad is the Seahawks. And so Ducks. They they just don't look good. And you know, is Russell Wilson is famous for that press release, you know, I am the superhuman man and I healed faster than anybody and you know, my fingers better than any fingers ever been in the world. Is it okay though? And like is it time to fire Pete Carroll? Like is it is it time to move on and start something else in Seattle? Because, man, it just, it's not working. I, I don't think Pete Carroll's the one to go here. What I'm worried, Seahawks, I was going to say they were my, my bad as well because Russell Wilson came back. Their defense has been playing pretty decent. Their offense can't move the ball. And, you know, Russell Wilson does not look like Russell Wilson. And I think, you know, Russell Wilson demanded a trade last year. If this continues, I think we could very well see Russell Wilson in a different uniform next year. Yep, I think so as well. Um, I have a hard time believing somebody as successful as Pete Carroll can just all of a sudden not be a good coach anymore. Like, that just doesn't happen. But I do believe in sometimes you have to shake things up to, to revitalize the culture of a team of your organization um so i i don't think that pete carroll needs to go but that might be the best choice for that organization i would personally get rid of russell wilson the way he's played this year after demanding a trade last year um when he's not performing as well banged up or not he's not performing that well this year they're not winning um but i'd say something they need a shake up they've been a very, very good team for a for a long time, better part of a decade. And to be down like this, it happens to every team, but they're going to have to shake something up sooner than later to get back up to where they want to be. I would say if it's Russell Wilson or Pete Carroll go, I would say, see you, Pete. It's been fun, but it's time to go, bud. You, you don't, if, if it, that's what you're down to, you keep Russell Wilson, you don't let him go. Uh, I'm not saying Pete Carroll's a horrible coach, but Pete Carroll has been fortunate in the NFL. He inherited a very good defense, a good running game, and then he drafted Russell Wilson. Um, he doesn't use this team properly at all. 
Russell Wilson, you can say he's struggling, but he threw the ball 25 times on Sunday. Um, they ran the ball 10 carries for Collins for 36 yards. Like they, they just try and pound the ball. And I don't, they give six different guys multiple carries. Like your team is not built to pound the football. You're not the, the Seahawks you were a few years ago. You should be trying to outscore people. You shouldn't be relying on your defense to win games. And that's what they try and do. And I don't understand it. Um, but going forward, you would be much, a much better football team keeping Russell Wilson than keeping Pete Carroll, in my opinion. Um, Russell Wilson is a lot more difficult to replace. But with Bruce Allen dying there a couple of years back, like who's in control? Who fires Pete Carroll? Yeah, that's a good you know question. Because I mean? Pete Carroll sits on that trustee board that came after Bruce Allen died. Like, you know, who steps up in that room and fires him? You know, you just, I, that might be part of the reason what's wrong with Seattle is they don't have somebody like filtering it down from the top. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and it might not be their choice if Russell Wilson stays or not. Stays or not. We've seen what players' power have. You know what the powers that players have nowadays. If a player wants out, he's more than likely going to get out. Yeah, if Russell wants out, I mean, he wants out. I mean, there's nothing you can do about. It. But if it's if it has to come down, if if it's like it was last year, supposedly, and Russell didn't want to play with Pete anymore, that's what the rumors were. I don't know if Old that's Petey. true or not. But if if that's the case, if it's Russell or Pete, choose Russell, in my opinion. But if Russell just wants to leave, then Russell wants to leave. Cut the guardrails up. You're on the cusp of a Super Bowl. You're right there close. You just need a quarterback for the next two years. Wilson or Watson? Just one word answer. Watson. Cleared of all charges, Watson. If, if, if you're just talking about for a year or two, Wilson. But Watson has a better career ahead of him. That's why I put up the bumpers. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who else has a bad? I'm taking Watson because if you win a Super Bowl in those two years, you still have a chance for another 10. Well, yeah, that's what he's saying. That's why he put up the guardrails. See what I did there? Um, yeah. So my bad is I just wanted to make sure we touch on this. Um, I had I had one already, but when Kelsey sent that article from Twitter about the stuff with Matt Nagy, um, that is – I just want to make sure we talk about that. Because that is, we all had the same reaction in that people suck. And for those who don't know, I don't know how old the report was, like when it came out, when the team, when that game was. But were they, were they chanting fire, Nagy? Is that yeah. what it was? So yeah. at Matt Nagy's kids' high school football game, the crowd was chanting fire Nagy, which is just disgusting, inexcusable. Um, He's just there to watch his his kid play football. He doesn't want to go through that. He handled it extremely well with his answer. You know, he said he was in dad mode, so it didn't bother him. Um, so good on him. I think everybody knows, and I think Matt Nagy knows now that he needs to go, and he's gonna go, according to reports. Um, but it's just it's just disgusting. Like let let the man. He's he's there being a dad. He's not there being an NFL coach. Don't don't do that. Most of those people who were chanting it wouldn't be able to handle it if it happened to them. And what those idiots don't realize is, you know how good it would be for your high school to have any sort of involvement with an NFL head coach, good or not? Like, that's good for the kids. That's good for everything. Like, it's, it's good for boosters. I mean, there's, there's countless ways that where that's good for your school. You don't have to be melon heads about it. Like, it's flat-out embarrassing. I mean, as a fan... It's uh, 
flat. It's embarrassing for Chicago Bear fans, and it's not their first embarrassing moment either. Um, that guy, Matt Nagy's giving it his all. Just because they're not succeeding doesn't mean he's not giving it his all. And uh, I don't think anybody deserves that kind of criticism. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I've been saying that Matt Nagy needs to be fired for a while now. Um, came from Kansas City. I rooted for him when he went to Chicago. I wanted him to succeed because he was under the Andy Reid coaching tree. Uh, and I, I, it hasn't worked in Chicago. But just be good. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to chant show fire respect. Nagy at his son's high school football game. I'm not going to show respect to Cody. Um, for the viewers out there that are watching this on YouTube, Home Slice just went because he had to take a poop because he drank coffee before the podcast and he's not around his mic to defend himself. So, but he can still hear us. So good luck with that poop, Cody. Hope everything goes well for you in there. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Kelsey, do you have a bad? Yeah. Um, I, I've been debating this entire time what I want my bad to be is I was going to go one of two ways, the Titans or the bills. You already touched on the Colts and the bills and I already worked it in. So I'm going to go with the Titans. The Titans lost to the Texans. They've lost to the Jets and the Texans this year. And I don't even know how you... I understand both games they had injuries. But you know what? Derrick Henry's not coming back. So you better figure out how to play without him. And the Jet, You could be 10-1 if you just beat the Texans and the Jets. Instead, you're 8-3 and because you lost a game to the Texans and to the Jets. Like, that's, that's insane to me. Um, they should be in total control of the ASC right now. But those two squanders... Have them where they're at. I, I don't know. Their offense was abysmal this week, and the Texans put up 22 points on them. I, it was a rain-soaked game, so like I'm not surprised that their passing game wasn't able to get going. But you know, that's inexcusable. You can't lose if you lost to the Jets. Eh, stuff happens. When you lose to the Jets and the Texans, that just screams. That's on Vrabel. Like you know. That's a, we were looking past this game to whoever's coming next week. We didn't care about these guys. We thought we were going to steamroll them. And guess what? In the NFL, you can't do that. Like, even if it's a bad team, you have to go in there, prepare for them, and beat them. Like, they're not going to just give you the win. So that I, I think that's all on the coaching staff. I really don't think that's on the players. Yeah, while I agree it's definitely bad, but the one thing the Titans do have going for them is that you will not be playing the Jets and Texans in the playoffs. You will be playing the teams that you are beating. But that Good being point. said, that being said, teams that are Super Bowl contenders don't lose games like that. They they find a way to win. Like even if it was a close win, I wouldn't have held that against them. It was raining, conditions were terrible, but good teams find ways to win those games. And yep. like you said, you can say they were banged up, but Derrick Henry ain't coming back. So that is who they are and who they're going to be in the playoffs. Now, there is a chance Derrick Henry does come back for the playoffs. Just FYI. But, yeah, will, but he, then, will he be the same? It's hard to come back after yeah. missing that many weeks and be, this, be the guy and fit into the team that they've become. I would assume Not everybody's Adrian Peterson. That scenario. But Man, they, let, you know, they let Adrian Peterson go today. If he, you know, if he gets to come back, then at least it makes the other team game plan. They have to spend a little time on it. And whether you use him for two carries, they still probably spent, you know, an hour of their week talking about it. So that might, you know, throw them off yeah. a little bit. Uh, while we wait for Cody to get back, I 
and you know we'll get into futures if he doesn't come back here for a bit but i do have something that's kind of fun so uh kirk cousins passed aaron Rodgers this last week for the he has the second most 300 yard three td games through his first 10 seasons in nfl history so he's trailing marino dan marino has 26 kirk cousins has 25 and aaron Rodgers has 24 so uh you know, we dog Kirk Cousins a lot, and a lot of those are garbage time games. So I'm probably going to say at least half of them are garbage time games. Uh, but uh, to show you, I went and looked, counted this by hand just to see how blown out of the water this stat's going to be when Mahomes gets to 10 seasons. Mahomes is already at 20 such instances of 300 yards and three TDs. So that is not a stat that's going to be around for a long time, but... Good on Kirk Cousins for getting those garbage time stats, which he had to earn them against Green Bay, but he's got a lot of garbage time stats in there. Cody, you have any thoughts on uh, uh, the Titans? How yeah, bad they were? They lost two games they shouldn't have. They <laughs> fumbled the bag. They fumbled the bag. They were looking like they were in really good shape without Derrick Henry somehow. I didn't think anybody thought that was possible. Um, and then they fumbled the bag big time like they didn't just get beat they got beat bad so look at look you at who they, they beat though poop their pants we, yeah, we their stretch fall. of wins was insane well it was but but let's think about it they beat the colts early in the year the colts started one and five twice they beat the chiefs when the chiefs were at their lowest point they beat the bills and the bills are struggling so and they beat the Rams when the Rams were struggling. So on paper, those wins look good. But when you delve in, dive into them, I don't think they're, I mean, we're, I'm nitpicking here, but that you could argue those aren't as impressive wins as what they look like on paper. Yeah. In today's NFL, I mean, in the league this year, who knows? <laughs> it's, a, it's a roulette game going into the playoffs this year, except for maybe the Chiefs, hottest team in football. <clears throat> My future is kind of an umbrella future, so I'm going to let other people go first so I don't just steamroll all the conversation. Whoever wants to go. All right, my future. How does the AFC playoff picture end up? <laughs> that's a wow, pretty man. big umbrella. Yeah. That's really, yeah. that's really funny because that's what well, my future was. Really? Yeah. All it, right. Uh, so we'll do that here in a second. Piss on you guys. Kyler, do you have a f kind of specific one? I was going to say I'm looking forward to the two AFC North matchups next week. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead with that. So you've got the Steelers at the Bengals, and you've got the Browns and the Ravens. I don't know where it's at. Um, but It's at Baltimore. You know, it's the second time in 10 years that any team, any division has had all four teams over 500. Um, at this point in the season. The last time was in 2014. It was also the AFC North. Um, but Steelers at the Bengals, you know, the Steelers played the Bengals earlier in the year when the Steelers weren't playing so hot. The Bengals have kind of picked it up as late. I, it's an interesting matchup. Um, the Steelers are getting the, are looking like they're getting all their guys back on defense. So I'm really looking forward to that game. And uh, the Browns and Ravens. Are the Browns going to show any signs of life? Because I wouldn't say beating the Lions 13-10 to 10 at home would be showing great signs of life. 
that was almost my bad for the week. Is Why that... didn't the Browns set Mayfield? Yeah, he's I, so banged up. I mean, he he looks like he's miserable. Like he looks like he shouldn't even be out there. Keenum's very capable, and Keenum I'm might be the Lions. Yeah, better. I wouldn't no. say that. Okay, well. Keenum might be a better quarterback. I wouldn't say that much. I know you don't like Baker, but that's going a little far. Keenum's got a pretty good track record, man. Baker like, might not, not be bad. the worst quarterback in your division right now, bro. Okay, I know where you're going with this, but let's just stop. <laughs> well, there's a, there's only who's one the only quarterback through. in the NFL not to throw an interception. Oh, we're not going down that road. <laughs> Baker Mayfield is not good. We know he has not been good. Are, so we know who it's between. He has not been good. He's never proven that he's been good. Case Keenum's actually made the playoffs before. Well, Baker made the playoffs last year. <laughs> With the best run game in the league. Baker Mayfield right, has never so proven anything. The future that I was... How is the, he on commercials? How How is he on commercials? His commercials are awesome. Don't even attack his commercials. Those are good. He's better at commercials than he is at quarterback. <laughs> Those are hilarious. Baker is a very, very charismatic person. He is, yeah, he he is. is great for commercials. He is like... Peyton Manning when it comes to commercials, except Peyton is kind of the dry humor guy, but Baker has that outgoing personality that makes him good in commercials. Yeah. I agree with Kyler. He's better at commercials than he is at quarterback, but, um, but yeah, don't, don't hate on I Baker commercials stuff right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, I that, didn't, I said he's better. So that my, keyboard my... has grease stains all over Ben Roethlis. B N R O T H. So my future before Kyler can spit out any more of that is uh was just how good week 12 game wise is so not so much thanksgiving but you got the bucks and colts pats titans bills saints rams packers browns ravens steelers Bengals, vikings niners this is a kind of like shake it up week right so we've had your top of the chain losing to the bottom of the chain for the last however many weeks but this week you get the those middle ones. Who wants to go eat? You know, who wants to actually prove that they are going to start separating? So there's a lot of good games this week, and I'm I'm excited that we might finally see like some sort of picture coming into play, which can lead into Kelsey and Cody. Well, as Scott Scott Hansen would put it, it's the witching hour of the NFL season where Wins playoff become teams become playoff teams and. Playoff teams become non-playoff teams. <laughs> well, you know what I'm doing on Sunday. He's you convinced so me, Carl. Fast people look not so fast. Cody, what's your what's your uh, take? Because mine's probably gonna be a little bit different than yours. On on this week or the, on playoff, the playoff picture? On the playoff picture? Yeah, because mine's gonna be different than yours. I can already tell you. Yeah. Or I'll answer your question one or the other. Uh -huh. Well, so we both had the same thing. How do the playoff standings end up? Nobody knows. Okay. But this week, I didn't realize the playoff implications. I hadn't taken a deep dive into the schedule this week other than the Thursday games and the Chiefs have a bye. But after Carl rattled them off and I got to looking at it here, there's some big ones. Like Patriots-Titans. Patriots win that game. They tie it. They, they go even with the Titans, excluding all the other games, wins or loses. They are essentially in first place with some other teams being able to close that gap this week. And then like it's just a it's an absolute free for all. Between right now between between the second seed and the tenth seed, 
you have two games of separation, one game of separation, other than the Steelers tie, you have the Denver Broncos. One and a half. One yeah, and one and a half. You have the Denver Broncos at five and five, which in the AFC generally 500 doesn't make the playoffs, but it's right on the line there. And they're sitting at the 12 seed right now. But but all that could change in in two weeks. You know, three weeks essentially they could be they could be in the one seed. Um, we're running out of weeks for things to change, but the Chiefs are hot right now. Um, winning the division, the Patriots are really really hot right now. The Titans, like Kai said, fumbled the bag last week. They've got you know it's the one seed versus the three seed this week in Patriots Titans. Ravens look good. Who did they play this? The Browns. The Browns, Browns division game. Home. You know, Browns have got to start winning pretty quick or things are going downhill for them. Um, it's just this week is great for it. It's crazy. Nobody knows. You know, I picked the Bills to win, the to have home field advantage through the playoffs. Right now they're the seventh seed, and they are two weeks away from being back in the first seed. Same with the Chiefs. The Chiefs are, are one week away from being the one seed after – Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, they didn't even look like they were going to make the playoffs. So it's just crazy. It's going to be interesting. I love when there's playoff races like week 17 last year with the NFC East. All the implications that came down to who won, who lost, who tied, about how much they won by. The entire N- or the entire AFC might end up like that week 18 this year. Yeah, when I look at the AFC there's two teams that stick out to me. It's the Patriots and the Chiefs. They're the two hottest teams in the AFC. I think you could argue the Ravens, but honestly, I would argue the Ravens have just kind of been getting by. Um, they haven't really passed the eye test as a you know a hot team to me. They have been banged up too, though. So if they get healthy, they could become that team. But after the Chiefs and Patriots, as far as hot right now, it's really a free-for-all. But you know one of those teams is going to catch fire. And yes, Kelsey, I do believe the Steelers could be a team that catches fire, unlike you. Why'd, but you, why'd you call me out on that? Because you're a hater. And uh, But um, there's a lot of teams in there that could catch fire. And uh, I, I hope for the sake of it that we do see, you know, one or two of those teams catch fire and make this, make the AFC really interesting for who's going to make the Super Bowl. The Colts at nine are on fire yeah. currently. Colts are Colts are in the Chiefs and Patriots conversation. I would agree with that. Yeah, so I'm I'm more geared toward um yes, the the playoff picture and honestly the playoff picture in the NFC is pretty wild too. It's just not as wild as the AFC. Um but I'm more geared to my question was more geared to who's going to finish number 1 in the AFC and you hear it here first. I told you guys earlier the Chiefs are still going to win the division a long time ago. Let everyone have their fun. The playoffs are going to go through Kansas City this year in the AFC. They have the Broncos, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Steelers, the Bengals, and the Broncos. As hot as they are, the, the playoffs are going to go through the Chief, through Kansas City in the AFC. That's a bold take. It's, it's really not. Even I when know. the Chiefs were at their worst this year, I still thought they would end up as like the first wild card. I, at the time, I didn't think anybody was going to catch Buffalo. Um which is, you know, the Chiefs are ahead of Buffalo already week 11 going into week 12. Um, and then the Chargers are not what I thought they were. I thought I thought the Chiefs would catch the Chargers. I just didn't know if they'd have enough games to overtake them in the division. It's happened already that quickly. Um, 
So the, the Chiefs win the division. I, I can't get on board with the playoffs go through Kansas City yet. I mean, it's... I'm telling you. It, it's, it's, not, it's not far-fetched It's setting at all. up they're, for it to happen. Like, it's they're, yeah, they're, they're the one happen. game out of the one seed. It's not, it's not far-fetched to think that, but... Never know. The problem is, the Chiefs are 2-4 and four in conference games right now. They while own the Pat- no tiebreakers. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah, while the pa- the Patriot Patriots the Patriots are five and one in the conference game. So like, did they, they're going to have to win out? There is no oh, other scenario oh, where they to. It's be 2019 over over again. There's no other scenario where they are the one seed in the AFC unless they win out. It's just not going to happen. They're going to. It's going to be like 2019 all over again. I'm telling you, man. It's going to happen. There's a reason I don't bet on the Chiefs. There's a reason I don't bet on the Chiefs. We'll see. We'll see. They will make the playoffs. Is as bold as I'm willing to go on the Chiefs. <laughs> the defense looks as good as any defense in the NFL, and everyone has as much faith in their offense as any offense in the league. And they're on fire right now. And Andy Reid is the head coach. And they're Patrick on fire, scoring 19 on Dallas. They had a hell of a first half. We'll see. The game should have been way worse than it was. I mean, they should they, have, but it wasn't. So that's fine. But we'll see. I I didn't make any proclamations about what's happened. I'm telling you what's going to happen. All right, I got a, I got a hot seat one. Kai, do the Steelers win the division? They win the AFC North. I mean, their margin for error is pretty small. Their defense has to be great, and there's some holes in their secondary. There has been some holes in their secondary for four weeks now, even when they had their players in there. And so if their secondary doesn't turn it around, I don't think they will. Are they going to make the playoff? Let's just do this. So AFC North, who's winning that one? Real quick. I mean, I would say you... I I would would, vote the Ravens. Ravens. put money on it, I would say the Ravens. All right, AFC South. Colts or Titans? Titans. They've already beat the Colts twice. Titans. AFC East. Patriots. Not giving up yet. Bills. Schedules. I am also off the cusp. Who is? I guess I don't have to look. If I can't look their schedule, I guess I'll go Bills. I don't think the Patriots will keep. Carl, you're the tiebreaker. I'm going past Patriots. It's two to two. All right, and then West. Chiefs. 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 All right, so we were pretty much unanimous on three of those four. We'll do the same thing in the NFC. North. Packers. Uh, Packers. Packers North. Yeah. Vikings got a long way to go. They're going to even catch. Uh, South. Buccaneers. Bucks. Bucks. Cowboys. Cardinals. East. Cowboys. Pretty much chalk. East Cowboys. I'm gonna say the Eagles. Cowboys gonna cowboy Eagles. Shout out Mike Bodie. So you heard it here first. Cowboys do not win the division. So C the C's took the Eagles and the K's took the Cowboys, and then we got the NFC West. Cardinals, Cardinals. Rams. Cody, you're just ignorant. <laughs> Cardinals gonna Cardinal. The Rams do not look good right now. Yeah, they've lost a couple. And, of and five weeks ago, the Chiefs month. did not look good. 
who the Rams beat this year? The Buccaneers. Seventeen. The Bucks. The Bucks is their only good win. Beat seven teams. One of them yeah. being the Bucks. The Texans. You know they they beat the one seed in the AFC. They're for sure making the playoff. Like okay, cool. All right. Are you doing the same thing for wild cards or no? No, no, no. I just was looking for the division winners. I I can go back in my notes and see what we said earlier in the season. See if it's still. There's a few shakeups in that. I think, but it's pretty consistent. I think. Remember when everyone said the Cardinals wouldn't make the playoffs? <clears throat> I did say that, and everyone, I am on everybody record. Everybody said that. Everybody and I am on record saying that they will division. make the playoffs. So. Except for me. They're Is only, they're only four a, games up team? on the wild card right now. <laughs> All righty. Well, I think that's going to do it for us here this week. Um, you know, we're about a month away from the NBA season officially starting on Christmas Day. Uh, so you'll see some of that come out as we get closer. Uh, we might give you some bold predictions on who we think is going to be an early leader in divisions or, you know, conferences, stuff like that, uh, with no data whatsoever to back that up. But until then, you guys have a good Thanksgiving. You know, be there, be present for your families. You know, that's what it's all about. You know, talk to Talk to the people you don't see very often. You know, eat some good food. Have a great time. So appreciate you guys tuning in. Be good out there and tell your grandma. While you're sitting around, just pull the pull this episode up on the TV and let it play in the background. This can be the replacement for the like fireplace on Netflix. Fourth, fourth and thirty podcast. I'll put a fireplace over top of our faces if you want. <laughs> We've already got a turkey in the background. <laughs> yeah.